This week, on a very special episode of the BAMFCast, we cash in our stock options, load up on green tech, and dare to answer the question, why did the Eagles attack? Pandemic, we're in. All right, welcome to the Bamcast. Hey, hey Bamcast. Hey. Episode 91. Ooh, no. uh, holy shit. <laughs> Nintendo 91. <laughs> That's a lot of episodes. Yep. So we're all a bit punchy, uh, so let's introduce ourselves before we go too off the rails, which I can almost guarantee we will. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the beach. I'm Chuck. He's back. Yay. Oh, he survived his Smucky condemic. Smucky term face. Yay. Yeah, I heard that y'all were talking some smack about me. We were. We did talk. Nah. Wait, did you actually hear us talking smack? Smarmy, nope. oh, okay. smarmy I smack read it. face. <laughs> you read it? Did you get the, <laughs> I, the, so the, I got the transcripts. You the captioning? Yeah, I got, I got, I paid $20 for the transcripts. Too. Nice. Sent to me. Oh. Or a transcript of today's program, send $20. <laughs> so, what we do each and every episode of the Bamcast is we fly on back to the past of bad movies. We try to find one that's contagious, and we uh, we come on in here and we talk about it for roughly 30 minutes, and then we rate it. If it's a good bad movie, an enjoyable bad movie, it gets one, two, five jocks, as in robot jocks. But if it's a bad, bad movie, as in stay away, it gets one to five bags, as in douchebags, after Twilight. Show. Mm. So we have left the 80s. We have left the 80s and 90 and mm. traveled all the way to 2010. Who will survive? It's either 2008 or 2010. Sure. Depending on who you Probably ask. like when it was actually released to anybody but shitty film uh, you know, festivals or something. Mm, yeah. I don't know. But we watched uh, Birdemic Shock and Terror. Birdemic on Blu-ray. Yes, Birdemic. Oh. The best possible In way DTS to see DTS 5.1 HD surround Hell sound. Yeah. Yes. We were surrounded by terrible Foley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let's get a uh, plot summary out of the way and we'll go ahead and peck at this one. A platoon of eagle and vultures attacked the residents of a small town. Many people died. <laughs> it's not known what caused the flying menace to attack. Two people managed to fight back, but will they survive Birdemic? Uh, uh, spoiler alert. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are you sure? I'm just going to get this out of the way. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the closest thing we've had to the room since we watched the room. This mm. is lower than the room. Uh, oh, yeah. By far. Like, Inquality. this makes the room seem like... Well put together. Yeah. Like, uh, the I'll room say, had a... Like... Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I don't know. It just had like actual plot and pacing compared to this. It had somebody who knew how to point a camera, record the sound, and put it to film or whatever. Two cameras it at once. It had transitions. Yes, it had transitions. It yes. did. It yeah, had <laughs> no plot. This no. is yeah. This is also the worst made film we've seen since Dumpster Baby. Yeah, yeah. Dumpster Baby may have been a little better. Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> that audio, remember that audio was horrible. Oh, yeah, I forgot it. So was the audio in this one? I know, but yeah. this cut out. That was just in, unintelligible. I mean, so, yeah. yeah. This had times where it was bad, but that was just the whole time you're listening to watching <laughs> Dumpster Baby. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, you want Dumpster Baby to be clear. Mm-hmm. Yes, you want to know everything right. those crackheads <laughs> were saying in yes. Dumpster Baby. Exactly. Yeah. So this is brought to us by James Wynn. 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 For yeah. the win. Yes. Jim Wynn. Jim Jim Wynn. And, uh, yeah. Uh, 
where do we begin with this one? How do you... Well, let's start with the budget. Let's start with driving. No, let's start with oh, the okay. budget was $10,000. <laughs> yes. Total massive budget. Wasn't El Mariachi made for seven? Seven. Yes. Okay. Just, yeah, that just all checking. came from blood and yeah. plasma donations. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm pretty certain they had budget left over with this movie. I, they probably did. They probably had, probably a big had about $9,000 yeah, left over. They had a big meal. At that Vietnamese restaurant that right. they went to. <laughs> That's why they yeah. feature that yeah. mural so long. Oh, and the <laughs> you Irish mean the poop. Thai. The Thai oh, restaurant was called he, a Vietnamese restaurant. He said Vietnamese. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, hmm. Hmm? We're, I don't even know okay. where to begin. Well, much like, much like Rock and Roll Nightmare, this movie starts with about a 10-minute driving sequence. Uh, like, guy comes out of his house, gets in his car, and we see him drive down the road and drive down the road. And mm-hmm. drive down the road, and then go to work, and mm-hmm. get out, and go to work, and works for about five minutes, and goes sells something, and goes, I can give it to you for half. And the guy clocks up out of nowhere after he goes, woo! What's all that racket? <laughs> he goes, I just closed the sale. How much? A million dollars. Great. Yep. And then he leaves, gets back in his car, and drives some more. Well doesn't he drive and go to breakfast and yes, see the girl? He does. Yeah. But he, he doesn't does, eat. He is this, doesn't was eat. it breakfast? Or? Well, we he, don't know. We he, don't he, know. he never orders anything but orange juice coffee and a bottle of water. That's right. And he watched the lady cut her food. This is Rod, our, Rod, 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 our protagonist. Our, sure. A young software salesman living a successful life in Silicon Valley. Where'd you right. that? <laughs> Silicon <laughs> Valley, which is now Half Moon Bay, Half Moon Cali- Bay right. California. California. Home of the Art and Pumpkin <laughs> Festival. <laughs> yeah. Major plot point Silicon later in the film. Silicon Valley. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Basically, what you need to know is that the first... The Silicon Uncanny Valley. 46 minutes of this movie is a guy going on a date with a lady. Yep. Multiple <laughs> dates. Yes. As in the worst dates you have ever been on. Yeah. And you are along for the dates. ride. <laughs> Yes, so they're... Every it, word said... It's Rod and Nathalie. 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 Nathalie, Nathalie who... She's a fashion model at the local one-hour photo. Yeah. <laughs> Let's establish that for... Yep. Who then gets a call, and she's going to be the cover girl for Victoria's Secret. Mm-hmm. Now... Some cover of the catalog? Cover of something. I don't know. The Rolling Stone. Yes. So... Yeah. So they're two very successful people wooing one another, mm-hmm. getting along fine. Because they knew apparently each other they, in high school. Yeah, apparently they both went to the same high school. But yes. they like the first question he asks is, "Where are you from?" Mm-hmm. It's like you went to high school together. Yeah, when you be from the same place. Nope. Don't don't try okay. to apply yeah. like you got normal human behavior or logic. No, because there's no one in this movie who is human. No, no. these are not real people. The birds are more human than the humans. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just put it this way: this is a student film. Yep. Oh, yes. Made like a student film. Made by a 50-year-old like, software engineer. <laughs> our town and many others, they have the 48-hour film festival. Mm-hmm. This seems like a 48-hour film festival movie, except it lasts for 93 minutes. Yes. As opposed to the 10 or whatever the 48-hour Although, to be fair, has. about 12 minutes of those are credits. Opening yes. and closing at, credits. At least. Yes, at least. <laughs> so... And the re- and another forty five of them are establishing shots of yes, places panning across various locations. But the guy who plays Rod, English is not his first language. It can't be. I don't know. It, I think he's just that uncomfortable and terrible. Okay, I'll give that's you that. my that's my bet because he is flat out the worst actor I've ever seen. 
He's pretty bad. He he mangles the English language. He like, is actually, yeah. You know, I was going to say well, he's the, worse than the girl, but everybody, yeah. She at least can speak. Yeah, yes, exactly. Him, like every time you see his face, you can actually see the gears in his head turning, yep. Yep. thinking about what his next line is yep. the entire you time. You can see the acting. Yes. And you don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> Something tells and, me is that they were at the last second trying to cast the lead for the movie, and he walked in <laughs> delivering a pizza, and they were like, oh, he's great. Hire him. <laughs> you so, got the look, kid. Yeah. So you were made for movies. Now he's going to be famous. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> right. No. No. We don't want that. No. Yeah, yeah. he's 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 terrible. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for the sake of moving along to the good stuff, the yeah. first thirty minutes of this movie, and no, that is first not a 45. joke. Forty-five. Okay. Forty-six first. minutes and fifty seconds. Okay. I timed Chuck it. Timed Thank it. you. Okay. So forty-six <laughs> minutes and fifty seconds of this movie is driving, job, exposition, <laughs> and date. Three dates. Three and a half dates or two and a half dates, I guess. Yeah, with, with some subtle social commentary about mm. the the uh, environment. We yeah, measure. they established that he's trying, like he works for some company that Oracle's Oracle buys for a billion dollars. A billion dollars. That is the what? actual so figure. So they say <laughs> billion. And the guy makes points. Your stock options yeah. are worth. They all get their stock options. Kajillions now. <laughs> You're all rich. Twenty-seven bajillions. Right. Yep. Yeah, and, and so he buys a solar panel company. Yeah, right. Because he Cause was sold a solar panel. He's very concerned about the environment. And yeah. the salesman showed him exactly. he has a exactly. hybrid Mustang, apparently. Yes, mm-hmm. which don't it's exist. A, <laughs> it's, it's the point of saying that. An electric-powered hybrid Mustang. Yeah. Yeah, so they go to, on one day, they go to a Vietnamese, Thai restaurant, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, In which they show an establishing shot of the wall mural for five minutes. <laughs> yes. It goes on It's for lovely, while. but it's not five minutes yeah. lovely. And they, they have this very, 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 very awkward conversation that goes on oh. and on. I, I remember BJ throwing his notebook at that point. <laughs> I did. Yeah, we were only about 15 minutes into that point. I was like, oh. So then they go on their second date to yep. the Pumpkin and Art Festival. Mm-hmm. The Part Festival. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Part. Artkin. Artkin. Festival. Artkin. I like Artkin. Yep. And yeah. they look at some, some wares. And, and, and this is very obvious that... I should it's, also point out that the restaurant that they went to, they had all these establishing shots, the outside, the mural, and then the entire conversation is in front of a blue screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not even recorded properly. No, no, it's like they dubbed in a bunch of background noise and made that louder than the dialogue. Because that's that's when you what you realize what you're in for is. I mean, even the first establishing shot in the diner when he gets inside mm-hmm. and is ordering, you'll hear all the background noise, yep. everything, and then all of a sudden it'll cut out to silence, and then you'll hear the dialogue from the other person mm-hmm. with all the background noise, and then suddenly it'll cut to silence. And mm-hmm. it's I don't like, even know how you do that. It, like, yeah, how I I don't either. Yeah, it's but like it is the worst sound editing yeah, I have it, ever heard. Well, it's just any hard editing ever. each cut. They're not blending the sound at all. But it's then like there's parts they that don't sound fully, like they're ADR'd, and yeah. then other parts that totally aren't. So I don't, I don't know. Like it's one of those that they needed to ADR everything. Yeah, yeah. pretty much, and they didn't. But yeah, so that's uh, saying that that's that, and then they yeah. go to this uh, pumpkin festival where it's very obvious that they just walked around this thing that Gorilla actually exists, style, man, right. And just walked around with a probably with like a consumer grade camera, so that because nobody was paying any attention to them. No, um, it probably just looked like some weirdo filming a couple people mm-hmm. at a pumpkin festival. Yep. Okay, move along with your day. Yep. And is it? I, I guess it was three. <laughs> it was three and a half days because then he goes to have dinner with her mom. Yeah, yeah. her four hundred pound mom. Yeah, and then her they, gigantic mom. And then they end up at the the Irish pub, mm-hmm. Big the mama. unpopulated Irish pub, <laughs> where it's all green screen. Right. Until they start dancing. 
Yeah. And then there's a guy there singing him a song. Yeah. Like, like just them. Yeah. What was the song? Hanging, hanging with the family. Hanging with the family. It's hanging out. Yes, it's this large Luther hanging Vandross yeah. black family. man singing yeah. soul in an Irish pub to these two very white people. Yeah, and she does the and robot. She totally busts out the robot. <laughs> that guy, by the way, that guy is an artist. He wrote that song. Well, he is. Yeah. I, I don't disagree. Honestly, probably the condition that he would do it in the movie is that they include the entire song. Yeah. That's probably Because they did. Because yeah. they included the entire song. Yes, which did. made her just have to and come then up a quarter of another song. More and yeah. more ridiculous dance moves. Yeah. She was having a good well, time. And him, the whole time, he's just sitting there doing like the... Hanging out with her family. Right, yeah. He's doing like the... The white guy. It's not even a quarter turn. It's like an no. eighth turn he's, left. He's barely eighth moving. Turn right, he's doing that broomstick up left. the ass dance. Yeah. <laughs> it's like RoboCop when he's in the chair. Just he can't... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she's Do like the RoboCop. Yeah, she's doing kung fu moves and then the robot. Punks. Yeah, the direction in that scene was just, eh, do whatever. <laughs> yeah, and then they start slow dancing, and it looks like there's a rave going on behind Yeah, them. suddenly there's lots of people <laughs> there, but it instantly <laughs> yes. cuts away to them getting a hotel room. Yeah. Yeah, because... Because they both have their own place, but for some reason don't trust each other enough to go there, so they get a hotel no. room. They both look shady. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they bone. Where she shows off that she's a lingerie model. Yeah, mm-hmm. so finally, that's the only redeeming... No, I do love that line he had where he's just like, when he calls her the awkward before they go on the date, and she tells him about the lingerie job with Victoria's Secret. And he goes, I bet you'll look good in those lingerie. Yeah. Those, <laughs> those lingerie. Those lingerie. <laughs> those lingerie. Plural. That's kind of like, <laughs> honestly, that statement kind of sums up his entire character. Yeah. It's just awkward from day one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like this guy, and it never he's gets trying, better, but, but it's just. Even then when she walks out of the bathroom in the, in the motel room wearing the lingerie, he goes, oh, you look fine. Yeah. And then he <laughs> sort of staggers towards her and she apparently finds that endearing because yeah. she plants her lips on him. So, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. So they she did. did they you know did. why she did that? Why? So it's in the script. Well, yeah. <laughs> and I would say that they slowly pan away to a fire or something or no. a slow fade. No, but it's a motel no. six. It's a hard cut to morning time outside. Yeah. Well, they, they did do us the favor of lingering for several moments on like two dozen awkward kisses. Yeah. yeah. I'm just I, saying I like appreciated yeah. that. after, yeah. you know, the off camera sex has happened. Oh, it's this. hard cut to outside. Yes. And bird fucking Dimmick. <laughs> like literally. Bird. Well, now wait a minute. No, 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 no. There's no Hang setup. No, 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 no. You've, you've, you've already forgotten what? that it fades out or it, no, it cuts <laughs> to black at the end of the, the almost sex scene. Okay. And then there's the 10 minutes of establishing shots of, of all the quiet locations. Location oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. The that's barn right. and the that's stables right, right, and the intersection and you're like, yeah, and you're like, what the hell is okay. going on? In the Irish pub, and yeah. then Every, all yes. of a sudden, and birds then, are fucking dive bombing everything. Exploding birds attack the earth. Kamikaze birds who explode on impact, blowing up houses. Yes. Uh, it's Pearl Harbor Demic. Would you say it was Pearl Harbor? Pearl Harbor Demic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Like, no. honestly, but here's the thing. There is zero setup leading to this. No. Like, the yes. birds are just chilling. But No, they do see one dead bird. Dead bird on the beach. On the beach during the date. CG. So. And he's like, don't touch it. Yeah. Well, they also saw CG birds, <laughs> uh, doves parrots fly up, or, yeah, or whatever fly up to the tree. And, and they're like, oh, and, look. Oh, let's linger. But yeah, oh, those are parrots. Yeah. yeah. There's, no, parrots? Okay. there's no shots of birds planning the attack. No, but no, no, there's this no. guy, like, just, I, I can't even describe the shot properly in that there are just, like, 
Hundreds of fake shitty birds. Hundreds of birds on screen. Not even that many. Twelve. But all in like <laughs> random. But they're all flying in the same patterns. Like There's like 30. three distinct yeah. patterns that they're flying in. Right. They're usually just hovering. And these are like yes, the screensaver birds. Like if you yeah. had a bird demic screensaver from 1996, yeah, it would be 640 by 480 resolution. Yep. These would be the birds and the explosions that you cut right out of it. <laughs> the flying yeah. toasters had more, better flying animation than yeah, these guys do. You could yeah. believe those toasters could fly. Yeah. These birds. <laughs> you will believe yeah. a toaster can These fly. birds are just hovering, and you, there's usually a stock shot of three of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, the, like the masterminds who are just like in the master shot, just <laughs> flapping. Literally, literally hovering, not even moving their no, wings. No, just, just sort of bobbing. You know, it's like, hey, here we are. I will say this. I have never heard all of us laughing that hard simultaneously. Yeah. Ever. Because it comes out of fucking out nowhere. Of nowhere. This movie lulls you into, oh, this is a romantic comedy. Well, whatever. <laughs> and then all yeah. of a sudden, oh, Birdemic well, is we happening. Kept, we kept going early on. Apparently. We're like, where is the Birdemic in yeah. this movie? Yeah. They better get the Birdemic in. And yeah. then they bring the Birdemic. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> bring fucking it. thunder. <laughs> they they bring it. Because, yeah, I mean, these birds are dive bombing things and yep. mushroom cloud explosions are popping up where Instantly. the birds hit. Yep. This- Terrible CG Oh, explosions. I yeah. Should, yeah. It's like the, the plume of smoke just appears. It's not like mm-hmm. it grows out of the explosion. It's just like, and yeah, there's and, smoke. It, and they just look like they were done in Photoshop, like, and nobody cleaned up the magic wand <laughs> to at the edges of the smoke. You know, Microsoft paint. Yeah. yeah. Like it. it seems like the, uh, the screensaver thing is a common thread. I think this was actually yeah. seen this. I think this was uh, made with an Amiga toaster. Honestly, Ooh. I've worked with these and I think that's what it feels like. Cause it, it feels like that era. Yeah, uh, yeah that, that that's the level of graphic quality mm-hmm. we're we're working with here. So yeah, they they uh, the two our, our two lovers wake up and they hear squawking they hear, and ah! thumping outside and they're like, yeah, what's that? So she she peeks out the window and sees the lower half of a bird just hovering over the window. And so immediately they throw the hotel room bed up against the window, blocking only two thirds of the window. And well, they're one like, flies, one flies against the the door. The, yeah, yeah, one kamikazes into, into the door. Well, it's, it's really difficult to tell what it crashes into yeah, because it, of the cr- lack of depth, right. That they because it's only on one plane, right? <laughs> so, mm. but yeah, they they get the idea to to barricade the window with the bed, and then they just sort of hang out for a while. They take a shower and get dressed, and then the <laughs> birds barely go away. Yeah, like I guess they're done now. <laughs> And she's constantly quizzing him, like, "What's going on? Why did they leave?" And he's like, "I don't know." I'm a software stock options environmentalist guy. <laughs> yeah. Stock options. Yeah. You only so, talk about it every time we talk about stock options. And so, okay, so they pick up the phone, and the phone is dead. He picks up his phone, puts it to his ear, and says, "The battery is dead." Then they run outside. Wait a minute. We. Puts it to his ear yes. and says, the, the battery's, battery's dead. dead. Right. Just mm-hmm. so you guys Listens catch that. for the battery. Listens, <laughs> listens for the siren song of the well, battery. it was probably steam-powered or something. <laughs> <laughs> so they run outside and randomly pick another hotel room to bang on the door. And then the couple in that room instantly let them in. And, because, hey, and the, and why the, not? Yeah, and they're just like, are you guys safe? Yeah. Are you all right? And they're like, yeah. And so Rod's like, we were going to leave, but I lost my car keys somewhere. <laughs> So now, maybe so his phone hotel. is dead. Yeah, he's lost his keys. Now, keep in mind they were just, they had to have gotten from the car directly to the hotel room. So that was maybe a, a, a five foot walk from the parking lot mm. to their room at most. And he's no, he, no, he lost the keys. He's no, killed his gone. phone and lost his keys. So they're now they gone. have to depend on Ramsey and his girlfriend Ramsey. with their filthy as hell Astro Van or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> 
This is the most used Astro van you've ever seen. But luckily, Ramsey was in the military and has his shitty van stocked with weapons that AKs fire CG bullets. Yeah, with, with one gun, one yeah. airsoft rifle. <laughs> but they don't establish this. No, they just bust out guns all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> they're driving away and dude just well, pulls out it, a gun. They're in the hotel and they, they go, well, we got to get to the car. How right. are we going to do it? We don't have any weapons. And so he grabs coat hangers. Coat hangers from the closet. Right. And then they decide they're all going to walk back to back so the birds can't sneak up on them. Right, exactly. Sure. Sneaky. And then, of course, <laughs> <laughs> the birds attack. And they break formation immediately and yes. just run for the van. Talon straight, and they're yep. hovering. and <laughs> Hovering bird. <laughs> and then, of course, they can't get the car unlocked because, God no. forbid, you put the key into right. the... No, they, they have a key turn. in the hole, but apparently it's not the right key, but they keep so trying they it. make these dudes stand there for like... 90 seconds to two minutes. Just waving just at the... Just swinging <laughs> hangers at nothing. <laughs> nothing. Those damn birds put gum in the in the yeah. lock. Yeah. But then eventually they get in and... Eventually they get in the car, and then as they're driving away, they're driving with the window down, and we're like, right. what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. There's a birdemic out here. <laughs> you can't be doing this. Roll up your window. Yeah. But then... And they're like, all right. <laughs> Suddenly there's an AK pointing out of the window. Right. And Ramsey is going to town. Yes. Machine gunning yeah. eagles. Not not very well. No. They no. don't hit one for a good 15 minutes or so, yeah. but just randomly starts firing. You're like, what the hell? Where did he get that? Uh, and I love that. Oh, Eventually. There's, yeah. there's just all these other cars on the road just driving by. Right? Yeah. Like, the, yeah, whatever. You could, you could tell that they just, they just stole shots whenever they could. So while our main characters are in constant turmoil... The rest of the city is just business Plastic. as usual. They're just going along with their lives. <laughs> They're on vacations. They're going to the beach, doing their jobs or whatever. So, I mean, like, constantly you just see people hanging out in the not? background. Hey, I don't give a good goddamn if a bird dimmick is going on or not. It's not going to ruin my vacation to Half no. Moon Bay, California. <laughs> it, <laughs> we didn't drive 3,000 miles to go to the Pumpkin and Art Festival to have <laughs> fucking birds run Well, I'm not going to let the birds win. <laughs> yeah. So they, James win. <laughs> They got the they got the biggest pumpkin in California there. Can't see it. By the way, Amazon um does suggest that you buy Birdemic Shock and Terror with the room for twenty six forty eight. I'm shocked. Together. I'm shocked that those two would go together. Yeah, but so what happens is they pull over for the first time of about thirty. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of pulling over. In they this pull over to the side of the road a lot. Yeah, and they. Pull over for whatever reason and then start looking at the other cars that are there and see a family that's been killed by the birds. Their Mostly killed. throats have been slashed. Right. Then there's a little girl hiding under the car. Yep. Who doesn't want to come out. Thank God for because, her. Because the birds killed her mommy. Yes. Yeah. And she's crying and screaming. They killed my mommy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're like, get out here, kid. <laughs> get over pointing here. the gun at her. Like, come yeah. on, get out. It's safe. And then as a bonus... There's another kid hiding in a trunk, which he just who just yeah. pops out and <laughs> like. They, but they don't really establish that. No. Like he's just kind of messing around with the back of the car, and the yeah. birds come. Of course, <laughs> the kid just springs the fuck up out of there. Yeah, and, and he's no. shooting, shooting, and then he runs to the front of the car, and you're like, pops "What is trunk. he doing?" I mean, I guess he wants to search the trunk for something. Yeah. Pops the trunk, and then the kid, kid just out. bursts out of the trunk, running. So they throw straight the, for the van too. Yeah, like he yeah. knew what was going on. Yeah, it's like, oh. <laughs> shitty van let's go yeah but of course the little girl who's terrified of the birds they bring her out just as the birds get there yeah <laughs> and they drag her into the van still crying they cry mm. for a little bit and then like five minutes later they're like they're playing psp they're fine yeah they're like yeah it's pandemic it's yeah. best put them, time put a little bandage on them and they're fine yeah. yeah and then what follows is a series of misadventures where <laughs> 
They pull over to a location. They rob a convenience store. They do. They rob a convenience store, mm-hmm. and then they patronize another convenience store. Where a guy robs them for $100 yeah. a gallon worth of gas. Yeah, so like one, yep. one gas station is like the stand, where it's like every man for himself. The yep. next gas station is just like, well, you know, I sell you the gas for $100 a gallon. What can I do? You know, and... So he pays with a credit card. What? It's a birthday. <laughs> yeah, he pays with I a credit card while the phone line. lines are down. Right, the phone yeah. lines are down, but he takes credit. But anyway. Yeah, so then they get... And, and they, they, they have to stop at some point because Ramsey's girlfriend has to take a shit, sure. as we're told. Yep. So they show her and, the, her and Natalie walk out into the bushes. I'm yeah. sorry, who? Natalie. Natalie. Oh, her. Natalie. So she's carrying a roll of toilet paper, and we're like, wait, did... Did they say what we thought they said? And mm-hmm. yep, so she suddenly she squats, squats over down and, <laughs> and all of a sudden stealth bird out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> out of nowhere, like a that was rocket. A re- that thing was a real shit bird. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Wow. Uh, that yeah, it comes slashes her throat and takes off. And then Nathalie starts Nathalie. firing at the bird, which is right over the lady's face. So the, the so bullets sure are probably if, what killed. We're not sure if the bird or Nathalie killed. Yeah. Yeah, there might have been a murder girlfriend there. girl was yes, but whoever either, she was either way becky becky's dead oh yeah. becky okay so nathalie runs back to the van is like oh my god she's dead she's dead ramsey of course ramsey's like i'll save her <laughs> yeah i'll save her from death <laughs> i was in the marines for yeah. like a week yeah and he runs over there and it's like oh there's nothing i can do yeah, fires up in the dead. air and they start pegging they start he finally starts birds. hitting birds yeah one by one and usually what it is is it'll cut to a, a silent shot of a bird just getting hurt you know, and then falling off screen. And I <laughs> love that <laughs> they just keep using the same shot, but they keep they flipping move the it. position. Or they just so move like, the bird. Yeah, yeah, they made one somewhere. graphic. Why make more? Yeah, yeah. birds die the same way sure. when you shoot them. Yeah. You always hit them in the same spot. It's amazing. Yeah, they always go. Yeah, the little dog stands up. <laughs> and then they go on a lot of picnics, and yeah, they spend and, well, a Ramsey's lot of time. Pissed. He wants some revenge on these birds. Yes, so they drive some more. Yeah, they and then just, they they uh, oh they encounter the tour bus, mm-hmm. the filled with tourists, tourists. and by filled by, yeah, by with three three, <laughs> three tourists three and the tour and they so they kill a bunch of birds shooting at the bus right they're yelling mm-hmm. at the bus like get out of the bus and the people in the bus are like no screw you we're staying in the bus we're yeah. okay in here and Ramsey's like out of his mind like no you're getting the hell out of this bus and so he he clears the birds out of the way runs up clears everyone out of the bus and then birds attack again but this time. The birds have a secret weapon. Do they? I still don't know what it is, but... Bird acid. <laughs> bird acid. <laughs> All I know is a big bucket of yellow goo gets thrown on these yes. four people. Some intern throws yellow goo on them, and they react like it was from the birds, and instantly... So, well, sort they of instantly... They turn around for a minute. Yeah. And so then they, they can turn apply back makeup. to the camera. <laughs> and, they're and they're all bloody faces and melting. Well, they have splotchy, and, and yeah. then they slowly sink to the ground and... And die. Except for the guy who was blinking. <laughs> yeah. People are blinking and breathing, yeah. but they're they're dead enough. So Ramsey's plan was entirely stupid. Yeah. And got him the and bus. the three tourists killed. Yeah. And lost Thank the AK God. because Rod starts up the bus and takes off or starts up his Astrovan. Well, no. His first thing is that he watches them die and then he turns to his girlfriend and is like, I got to go save them. Like yeah. no, dude, they're no. dead. <laughs> Your timing's a bit you, off. You buddy. blew it. They got they got the bird acid dumped yeah, the on bird them. Acid, sorry, bro, you missed the sale. <laughs> Which, by the way, that tactic that never, never comes, comes back, back. again. No, the birds never not. use the acid. They only had one bucket worth yeah. of yellow. They saved goo. it all up. They spit in the bucket. And yeah, <laughs> it's like we're gonna get these so they, tourists. So they take off in the Astro van, and yeah. then they just stop and have a picnic. Yep. 
stop and have a picnic near the beach. There's mm-hmm. birds flying around in the background. People walking people on, on the vacation beach. in the background, and they <laughs> throw it. They see around. a guy standing on a bridge wearing like a wearing a surgical mask. Yeah, and they're like, hey, let's go talk to that old man. Yeah. And then the guy's like, get away from here, get away from here. So they keep walking. And so they walk right up to him. And he's like, I thought I told you to get away from here. Yeah. Because there's a bunch of dead birds around. Mm -hmm. Then he gives an incredibly long-winded speech about how mankind is destroying the earth. And that's why the birds are attacking. And it's all our fault. And he's not worried about the birds. He's worried about the people. Right. And then they leave. And he just keeps (laughs) hammering us over the head with this message. Mm Mm-hmm. We we should also point a nice out that long speech. There's yeah. the double date earlier where they all go to see an in- inconvenient truth. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 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 God, I hate message movies so much. <laughs> I hate them. Yeah. I don't care what you think about the world or what you want to change. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Don't put it in your movie. Yes. Your bird attacking do movie. Not- do not give me a very special movie <laughs> the, about the environment. At least this uh, movie about the environment was more fun than the last movie about the environment we watched. What, The Happening? Yes. Oh, yeah. well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Drink. No! no. <laughs> Holy shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, so this old man talks yes. to us for like five minutes just droning on and Dr. on. Dr. Exposition Jones leaves. Dr. Jones. And, and then he's just like, all right, good luck, and yep. leaves. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, they're let's like, come continue. with us. And he's I'm like, no, go back I'm to right. dead bird watching. Let's continue yeah. our outdoor picnic. Mm-hmm. No, I've got, I've got a pistol awkwardly placed in my pocket. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm an, um, I'm an on on Yeah, so they leave him, and then the, they they go to get the gas that they pay a hundred dollars for, and the mm-hmm. birds attack and mm-hmm. dive bomb the gas station and blow up one of the pumps. <laughs> yep. yep. And then it goes about five miles down the road, pulls over for some reason. Oh, because there's a truck the, in the in the the fat cowboys there. The cowboys there. He tries to steal the gas. Well, he doesn't try to steal it. He forces them to sell it to him at gunpoint. Okay. He's like, I'm gonna buy your gas. He didn't <laughs> yeah. ever exchange any money. He's just backing away with the gas, and then and then yeah. stealth. Well, he was going to he was going to throw money at them. I'm sure. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then, but he's not he's backing towards his truck. No, That's he was backing thing. away. He's of just all backing the in the opposite direction right. for no reason while holding the gun at Rob. Yeah, Rod, whatever Rod. his name is, and then the bird, stealth bird, just flies in, flies in, him. slashes his throat. He dies. He dies. They linger surprisingly. On his, he they, dies. They, yeah. they linger on his dead face for about forty-five seconds to a minute. Yeah, and then uh, Rod notices that uh, that he's dead. Yeah. So, so instead of picking up the gas that the guy stole and his and gun, gun, he just gets in the car, and they drive yes. away. The gas that they paid a hundred dollars a gallon for, they didn't need it. He leaves it sitting on the side of the road. Right. So that 10 minutes later, they can run out of gas. Right. But, but well, before that, now they've just bought, they, they've stopped twice for gallons and gallons and gallons of water, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. apparently lasts them all of about 30 minutes because then <laughs> the they, they pull off, off into like the forest. <laughs> they got the kids are in the back with super soakers. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> yeah. firing at each other. <laughs> and they're all hungry, even though they stole like a hundred sandwiches yeah. from the convenience <laughs> yeah, they're store. Constantly hungry. And you know, so they pull off into the woods and they're like filling up their water bottles, which they kept very environmentally friendly, oh, of course, and start filling it up with pond water or whatever. If they were environmentally friendly. They wouldn't have gotten plastic water bottles in the first place. Good point, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Um, but you yeah, been using Nalgene bottles. <laughs> and then, so then, like an actual character, <laughs> <And a> yak splatter. <laughs> oh Jesus! Wow, an actual character named Tree Hugger 
comes out yeah. and starts explaining about the the beetles or whatever destroying the forest. It's all, <laughs> it yeah. it's all humanity's yeah, fault. Something about how, okay, humanity's destroying the, the planet, which is allowing the beetles to destroy the forests, which doesn't make sense. Yeah, because he has a tree wait, house. Wait, 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 hold on. I gotta go. I hear a mountain lion. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? When there are I, mountain lions. When I want to get out of go. an awkward conversation, I'm going to use this guy's line. Like my, like my boss is going to be talking to me about like what he when he went jet skiing I'm this totally weekend. I'm going yeah. to be like, Sorry. you got to go and I got to get home because I hear <laughs> a mountain lion. They can't argue with it. Like, whoa, yeah. maybe he does hear a mountain lion. Yeah. I better go. I'm concerned. There, is a, a low, there is a low growl in the background. Yeah. So. Yeah. They're like, oh shit. So they start to run. Yep. And they run, and, and the run forest sporadically forest bursts into flames <laughs> in tiny patches. Which was kind of set up earlier by a news broadcast, because uh, that's all he, he does is sit at home and eat and, and watch student news. <laughs> 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 he establishes that that's why all the food's gone, because like, every time he's home, he's, he's eating food. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I love this college news station. Just, so yeah, the forest. It's all CG fire. Yeah, little blotches of fire, little like quarter size pockets. Zero percent contained, however. Yeah, yeah zero. So zero percent contained. contained. Fire, but, so yeah, uh, they're just like, oh, the forest is on fire. So they leave, and then they drive to the beach again. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they want to have another picnic. Right. Well, sure. And well, they, they run out of gas. Beach yeah. party. They, they run out of gas. gas at the beach. So and then he like, goes in the back do? and he goes, "Oh, hey, look, a fishing pole. Yep. I can get some fish. Yep. Oh, hey, look, a stove. Yeah." We can cook the fish. Yeah. Look, some Tupperware to hold the fish. Yeah. And so they go. So he, he sends goes them fishing. to get seaweed. They get. They go get seaweed. And he catches a fish. And uh-huh. they cook it. And the kids are like, <laughs> no, they boil they it. They, they, yeah, boil they boil it. The fish scales and all. Yeah. <laughs> Never boil a fish. Just, no. <laughs> oh, and serve it up, and the kids are like, ugh, I want a Happy Meal. The funny thing about it is they stick in a whole fish, and then, and then cut to fillet. Yeah. yeah. Nice cooked fish. <laughs> On plates with silverware and shit on that they didn't have. Yes. yes, again, and the kids complain that it's not a happy meal. And right, they want a happy meal. But then the birds attack. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> Bird demic again. <laughs> Chase them all the way back to the van. Mm-hmm. They get in the van. They run out of bullets. His magic gun finally runs out of bullets. Yes, three hundred bullets later in that clip. <laughs> yes, he runs out of bullets. And then the doves show up. We think. <laughs> I'm not entirely clear what happened, but a rival bird gang yes. <laughs> shows the, up. The sharks and the jets yes, exactly. have their match off. And they scare rival away bird the birdemic birds, and then they go away. <laughs> and he says, I don't know if I want to date you. I mean, maybe you'll be just like my mother or yeah. your mother. Maybe you'll be just like my father. <laughs> <laughs> and they walk out to the beach, and they watch all the birds fly away. For about 20 minutes. And they stand there looking at the ocean for 20 minutes. <laughs> and then the credits roll. Birdemic. They watch, Bird. you, Hooray. you yeah. watch these birds fly away mm-hmm. and not get any smaller. Nope. They just flap for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Being realistic, it was probably at least three minutes of that oh. shot before they hit credits. Oh, yeah. Three minutes before they hit credits. Yeah. And then the credits then are they just easily the five credits. minutes long. And then the shot lingers after the last credit rolls, and then it freezes, just cuts, and, they and stays still, up for another minute. And they still can't afford to dissolve. And then cuts to black. Cut. Yeah, it's <laughs> people. There are a lot of transitions in every video editing software out there nowadays. Have been for the last like fifteen years. Or yeah, so. I mean, yeah, the, they the basic used ones the are right there. They're, they're so easy. Yeah, 
I, I, I can show you some very badly made transitions on an Amiga toaster. I have yeah. video of this. And they look better than <laughs> what was in this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's almost like at points they were just like, edit with two cameras hooked up together. <laughs> they might have been. <laughs> uh, could be. Yeah. I mean... It, it it's inept. It's in in inept every way, on every yes. possible level. Yes, but acting. It's also inept in the best possible way. Oh, it's a hell of an entertaining movie because it's so bad. This, all right. What makes this movie worth it is the Birdemic scene. Oh yeah, when, when Birdageddon Birdemageddon <laughs> happens. When the kamikaze birds. Yeah. <laughs> which, I don't think I've ever laughed <laughs> at a movie. I, as hard as I laughed with that. Well, this movie lulls you into this just yep. peaceful, just sort of like, oh, well, may I don't know what this movie has in store for me. And then, it's weird. It gets you off your game. <laughs> well, then, then, like you said, the part I forgot about where just slow shot, slow yeah. shot. It really. Nobody in the entire no, town. It's just like, birds. Yeah. <laughs> nothing, nothing. That's almost nothing. the. <laughs> yeah, that's almost the only effective <laughs> thing that this guy was able to pull off was to put put all these stupid serene shots in the movie, and you're just like, "Oh, this is nice." All and all of a sudden, boom, birdemic. <laughs> that that's uh, what made it so great was just you know, sex scene, establishing shots for ten minutes, and then crazy fucking birds. <laughs> the bird apocalypse. Yeah. Uh, birdemic. I don't know how to rate this. It's difficult to rate. <laughs> I don't know how to rate this. I'll go ahead and go because I think I've made up my mind. Okay. I'm thinking about it for a lot here. It's, uh, <sighs> God, this is the most inept movie I've probably ever seen, and I've seen a lot of student films. Mm-hmm. But I'm rating it solely as how we would rate it as the Bamcast, and I think on that merit, I'm going to give it two jocks. Mm. Hmm. I think it's higher than that. Do you? Okay. I really do. I'm. I'm. I don't know if it's a three or a four, because. <laughs> but, but but my my disclaimer for that is you cannot watch this alone ever. No, no. this well, is it, this is a movie that no. is literally impossible to watch alone. It is a group without experience. wanting to hate yourself. Yeah. And I remember when we raided the room, we all gave it bags, mm-hmm. and I still feel bad about that. Okay. Because I would watch that movie again anyway. Mm-hmm. And that's a Jock's movie. And you have watched it again. Yeah, and we have. We all went to a midnight show. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the same thing where I know, like, but if I had watched this solo, it would be deep in bags but territory. I'm thi- but I'm thinking about the fact that I, I laughed really hard, and that's the only thing saving it from bags territory. I honestly, I might watch like a, a 30 second YouTube clip of like best of this movie, yeah. but I never want to watch this entire movie again. Yeah, that's, that is the thing is it starts to drag yeah. I, after that's a while thing, because like, you're like, Okay, it's the same shot of the birds. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like a Saturday Night Live skit that's really awesome at a five minute pace, <laughs> but when you stretch it out to an entire movie, it's not quite so awesome anymore. Yeah, yeah but that, I'm still I'm going three jocks. I mean, just that one scene, honest to God, is at least a two, two jock scene. Okay, and he is so inept throughout the movie that it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I'm thinking three. Okay. Three jocks. I'm not ready to rate this yet. <laughs> Need some time? Yeah. You want me to go? You only got one more okay. person. <laughs> yeah. uh, this was my third time seeing Birdemic. But. But. I, now, the first two times I saw it, I watched it with Rift Tracks. Yeah. So, so this was the first time I actually experienced the movie as it was intended. In its pure form. Yes, in its purest form. And it is, without a doubt, the most inept movie I've ever seen. You're looking directly at me while you're saying this. I, I like looking at you. Um, I can't blame you. But. 
it, but it's so confident in its ineptness. Like the guy just bulldozes through making this movie. I mean, mm-hmm. he's like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to film this Vietnamese restaurant. We're going to birds are dive bombing. And now they're having a picnic. And you get the feeling that they like film this stuff and figure they would just fix it in editing. Yeah. And then they realize Although I really don't think they have that no much fixing of a, it. Yeah. I don't think they had that much of a concept either. I think it was just film stuff, slap it together. Mm-hmm. I want to save the planet. Here's what I'm doing. So yeah, Having sat through it three times now, and especially getting to that one scene, the Birdemic scene, and still <laughs> la- knowing it was coming, knowing how absolutely fucking hilarious that scene was, knowing it was coming, and still laughing harder than I've ever laughed before <laughs> watching it just now, more than makes that movie for me, and I'm going to give it four jocks. Simp- nice. I cannot. Wow. Gi- I cannot give it five because it is so inept that it does not deserve to be up there. And the message stuff, man. Yeah. The message stuff. That guy's an asshole. So, so I, I was trying to give you a little bit of extra time by asking our, uh, yeah, our producer. Well, oh, she was well, already ready. She, well, yeah. I'll get you some time here. How is the riff tracks on it? Oh, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is it, is it the core people or did they bring in anybody? No, it's, it's just them. It's, okay. it's the core three, but they are at their best when the movie is so bad. Like the one they did for this and the one they did for the room is just mm-hmm. so spot on. It, it's when they do stuff like Star Trek two and stuff like that, where you're like, yeah, you're just making jokes. Yeah. But when the movie sucks, you're like, okay, this is, this is the way mm-hmm. to watch this movie. So, and I was trying so hard not to make jokes during the movie that they made. So I was not pointing out any of the stuff they point out. And we they appreciate that. And they saw it on a whole different level. They're making so many jokes throughout that movie that none of us even picked up on mm-hmm. that. It's almost worth watching. Well, honestly, again. we didn't hear half the dialogue because we were laughing. And well, we didn't hear half the dialogue because it was so recorded so well, poorly. Yeah. I mean, they would be yeah. at the beach and all you would hear is the beach. <laughs> now, if, if you need a little bit more time, BJ, I have one other question. Okay. While we're talking about Go ahead. It. Um, how do you riff tracks? Do you like iPod in your ears? Listen, like, do they give you, I, I've honestly never done it. So I, I've done, I've watched cinematic Titanic things where you can buy the movie and it's yeah. already there. But do you like have, do they have some sort of sync up trick? There's, there's a player on their website. Okay. That you can like put the DVD in your computer and yeah. the, what if you're fortunate enough to own the Blu-ray? <laughs> well, if you have a Blu-ray drive, yeah, I, I guess you could do it that way. Okay. But, um, it, mostly what I always end up doing is I end up making my own. Okay. Co- I, I will rip my movie and then re-edit the audio on top of it and then make my own disc. Gotcha. So okay. they don't Ooh, encourage that, fancy. but they don't, they don't tell you not to. Yeah. So you and your fair use. It's, you know, it's fair yeah, use. I mean, yeah. you and your nifty video. I've editing. tried it like, like putting, like plugging the iPod into the stereo and having the soundtrack come out of the TV. And it's just, it's, you're getting two audio sources and it's mm-hmm. yeah. distracting. So okay. rate this movie. I honestly cannot decide whether it's like a four bags or a four jocks. <laughs> I'm stuck directly between. I'm not stuck at zero. I'm stuck directly between four bags and four jocks. You're like me with Xanadu. I did I not just, know how to rate Xanadu I at all. Cannot. I'm trying so hard to come up with which one it is. Did we have a good time tonight? We did. There you go. That's your answer. Yeah, I don't think it'd be four bags. I mean, I four think- bags is like fuck this movie. Yeah. God, exactly. I tossed you, my notebook. Yeah. I tossed my notebook. You but did. I laughed harder than I have ever laughed at a movie before. Yep. That's why I'm stuck in between the two. Like I, said, I didn't walk. I almost walked out. Don't rate because, like, if we were like Siskel and Ebert in the don't shit, be rating. You need more <laughs> thumbs in the world yeah. to put down for this yeah. movie because it is awful. Yeah, but at a Bayfcast level. 
you know, think of it that way. It's a hell of a lot of fun. The best compromise I can come up with for that is is three jocks. So okay. <laughs> All right. So we it's have rated. a we have a producer in the studio. We do. Silent Jen, what is your rating? It's two jocks. Dose. Okay. She Dose. did have a ton of fun. Dose Jockos. <laughs> yeah. Because she has been here for movies where we have been dead silent the whole time. Were, did, were you here it's not for a the good room? sign. Or no, I mean the happening. I'm sorry. The happening. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, see, the happening made me angry. Oh, yeah. I wanted to punch a baby after that movie. Like, I am so mad at this movie because that's a dude that has talent and that's a dude who has cast people who have talent mm-hmm. and they have made a movie devoid of talent. But this, I had yeah. no expectations from this dude or any of these actors. It's not like, you know. And I still don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not like James Earl Jones showed up in this and was embarrassing himself or something. You know, I mean, it was it was just, it was a $10,000 student film, probably started as a commercial for that Vietnamese restaurant. <laughs> 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 they yes. didn't realize how much money they gave the dude. <laughs> <That's> amazing. <laughs> and he just went to town. He was like, you know what? I have $9,500 left over. It was probably a commercial for what was Imagine Change or Imagine, Imagine Peace. Yeah, which pops up several times throughout the movie. Yeah, which, which is apparently is Yoko out, Ono's the girl website. Has a, is that what it is? It's Yoko Ono's website. Mm-hmm. Was that Yoko mm-hmm. Ono who was making out with you? <laughs> no, <laughs> but she, she was about as appealing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, there were questions at sometimes if it was a dude or not. <laughs> that was an ugly woman. <laughs> yeah, not not good. So, but yeah. yeah, I'm forgetting all that and still giving it four jobs. <laughs> yeah. So this, but. Like I said, do not, under any circumstances, watch this alone. No. This is a get your friends together and and make fun of a terrible movie. Yes. Good time. I think this Blu-ray might be going up for grabs in some sort of a (laughs) Uh, situation. You got to watch all the extras first. You got to listen to the director's commentary. Yes. There are two commentary tracks. I I will attempt to maybe make this my first roof tracks thing and try to sync it in some way. But other than that, I don't know that I ever want to watch it again. Mm -hmm. All right, all right, dude. Let's take a, Let's break. Take a break. I think we got. Uh, uh, we need one. We got some con talk in the second half, I believe. <laughs> oh my oh. god! We've been saving some up. James Con, con-, 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 con- convict talk. <laughs> convict Michael talk. Con. Yes. Michael, Michael <laughs> fucking Con. Second half of this here cast that we call the yes. Bamps. Yep. Yep. I got to add so an addendum exciting. to the first half. Oh, right. do you know? I will never make fun of another Asylum movies effects or anything else. Okay. No. After Birdemic. Sure. Birdemic has shown me the light. Yep. <laughs> if it gets of worse how terrible than it can get. All right. You get a pass, Asylum. Just this once. For now. For, <laughs> till the end of time. I yeah. really hope that that movie we were watching, the. Um, what was it? The Swamp Shark? Swamp Shark. Was that Asylum? Did we yes, ever look at that? that was okay. Asylum. Mm-hmm. That, that oh, was yeah. Kind of awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to see the, uh, you know, not TV edited version. Yeah, definitely. Of that. They usually come out on Blu ray the the week after it airs mm. on Sci Fi. So Sweet. awesome. Nice. Yeah. So we got some mail. Yeah, we got some email first. Mail. I guess we'll do we that. We got emails and voicemails. Yeah, voice voice well, actually, mails. yeah, we'll do it in order of from mails. When we, uh, <laughs> when we <laughs> received them and ignored them. Okay. Because that's my fault. Yeah, we had a couple weeks. We were off last week doing that whole video game thing. and mm. Yeah. 
So, video game. Which kind of we still haven't put up. But, hey, yeah. and that's over at noquarters.net. Yeah. yeah. So check that out this weekend, hopefully. Yep. Or now. You'll see it. All right. So the first one is when we actually missed last episode from yeah. Moon Pier. Moon, M-O-O-N. Moon that spells, spells missed. From that the UK. Pier. He says, yo, guys. Okay, here's the deal. Actually, that's Australian, so never mind. Anyway. Michael fucking K. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, guys. Okay, here's the deal. Me and my girlfriend love bad movies, but while my taste is as broad as Beej's belly, my girlfriend's is as narrow as Harlow's. Well, you get the metaphor. And I think we, we argued we, that he actually has BJ and Harlow switch. He but, would. It's a mixed yeah. metaphor. And by the yeah. way, all you all you Brits, it, there's no W. I'm not a. I'm not where the chaps. He's live. not Har- Harlow. He's not Jean Harlow. He's just Harlow. <laughs> so anyway, so here's the question: What bad? parentheses jocks movies should i look into getting for me and the missus she doesn't like sci-fi or anything with that kind of costumes it took forever to get her to watch star trek but she loves the 90s seagal bad movies and actiony movies Mm -hmm. so yeah hit me with some good recommendations for date night go for it your random listener moon pier Sent from my BlackBerry wireless device. Aww. Hooray, Moonpeer. Sent from my BlackBerry wireless device. Cheers. Hello. That's so Dickensian that he still has a Blackberry. Yeah. Um, (laughs) He's a poor street urchin (laughs) with his Blackberry. Nice. I just wanted to say Dickensian. Yeah. So bad, Can I have a droid? (laughs) (laughs) Bad, bad, but can't really be sci-fi. I think he's crazy action-y. Yeah. Man. But Call the Conqueror. Yeah. That's a good one. Call's a good one. Yep. Well, sometimes he he didn't. Yeah, he didn't specifically mention it, but sci-fi and fantasy kind of just tend to go together. Like if one person's not into one, they're probably not going to be into the other. Usually, yeah, because it's still crazy costumes. Yeah, that's true. But but still, still. Call the Conqueror would be a good one. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've. I mean, you've got so many to choose from. I mean, just pick like like, go through all of Seagal's catalog. Go through like no, 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 not all of it. But like, I mean, stop it, like. I don't know, 97. That's too far. <laughs> stop it. You like know, Okay, stop it under Siege 2. Stop We're, before under no, Siege 2. Watch it under, it's on a fucking train. <laughs> One that he could probably use to ease her into sci-fi. Uh-huh. Soldier. Okay. Yep. Because that's yeah. schlocky action-y, but there's a lot of sci-fi elements to it. Sure. Mm-hmm. sure. Or so, Universal Soldier, for that matter. There you True. go. Universal Soldier. And Time Cop. And Time Cop. Hell yeah, Time Cop. <laughs> Fucking Ron Silver. Yeah. Yep. Um, possibly Ricky O. Depends on how she is about violence. Yeah. I mean, Ricky O's crazy violent, it but it is crazy fun mm-hmm. also. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, I mean, we, we, we cover this. I mean, this is what we love. We, we talk action movies. I mean, any of the ones we've mentioned, obviously. Order the Black Eagle, Invasion USA. I mean. Yeah, Navy SEALs. Yeah. Navy SEALs. <laughs> you guys recommend Hudson Hawk. Me not hell so yeah, much. I would, but I would never do that. Well, these two here something enjoyed wrong with the these hell two out of people. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> Hudson Hawk's a shit. They're buying bank robbers who sing while they do it. That's it's right. Funny. That's how would they keep time like to swing, dude. Stop. I've gotten Black Dog. Huh? Uh, Black Dog. No. Black Dog. I, the day after Swayze Black died. Black Dog and Roadhouse. No, the day after Swayze died, I was like, time for a Swayze marathon. Start with Black Dog. And it didn't get much farther than that. <laughs> Dude, we loved Black Dog. Black Dog no, was yeah. awesome. No, no, no. Steel Dawn. <laughs> That's the one I actually... I have that on my... my I, let's say I have that. Okay. Let's <laughs> about to give away something there. have that on your what? I have Dude. that on my Netflix really? queue. Yeah, that's where I saw yeah. it. It's a file. Yeah. Right. I acquired that at a convention. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Right. Mm-hmm. I'm yep. trying to think of any others that might. You troll know, two, I mean, if Troll 2, possibly. Troll 2, yes. But you've got to be in the mood for Troll 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that that's one that is so ridiculously awful that it's amazing. You know, if, I mean, if you're going to recommend Call the Conqueror, it's not that far a leap to recommend Deathstalker. <laughs> Stalker <of> Death. <laughs> Costumes are the same, you know. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> we we enjoyed the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the missiles will like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is she a goer? Yeah. <laughs> huh? hey. You possibly hey. could ease her more into cheesy sci-fi by picking something. Uh, another good go-between going a little bit older is start with like Crawl, which isn't so bad. But it's it's it that's a mix of like sci-fi fantasy, mm-hmm. and then maybe you can sneak in like Ice Pirates, mm-hmm. you know, and start to go down that. That's route. sort of mid eighties mid eighties yeah. blur of sci-fi and fantasy, yeah. Which would also include Buckaroo Banzai mm-hmm. or Space Hunter, uh, Space Hunter, yeah. Hunter of Space. And if he really wants to blur mine, yeah. Xanadu. Hell yeah! I was actually that was on my list. You were getting there. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, I was I was going back in time. Kind of go back. Time. Yeah, just pretty, pretty much anything that in that post Star Wars uh, shit, just fart out a sci fi movie. <laughs> you know, most of those are, are Star are Raiders, yeah. mm-hmm. Battle Beyond the Stars. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think yeah. that's I think that's a pretty good. That's list. good. I that's mean, a, you've got a yeah, starting point yeah. there. You got I mean yeah, you, you got, got plenty. Fan Dam. Yeah. You got just go through all of them. You know, mm-hmm. start with like Bloodsport and go to yeah. Just go through filmographies of people sure. that you enjoy. Yeah. That's what I do. I mm-hmm. just, it's like time to watch everything Jean-Claude Van Damme ever made. Yeah, and obviously, <laughs> you know, if she hasn't done all the Schwarzenegger movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a given. Yeah. Demolition Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's another good one. Boy, Chuck is a sci-fi big fan line. of yeah. Oh, God. Who Demolition isn't? Man. Like, you should. I need to watch Demolition Man again. It's been a long time since I've actually sat through Demolition it's Man. It's the best. It's the I want to see how ever. it's aged. It, it is so good. It's not it, aged well. It, no, it does. It, 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 it aged remarkably well. Okay. I even liked it better. I saw it like a month ago. I liked it better than when it came out. Okay. To the point where I was like, I can't believe this wasn't a bigger movie when it came I, out. I just, I seem to think it's going to be like, here's the 90s version of the future. Oh, it's exactly yes. like that. Everything's on CD technology. To me, the best thing about yeah. the Demolition Man is like every once in a blue moon, you can pull out the three seashells joke. Yeah. Oh, you can work it in a conversation and sure, people yeah. will know what you're talking oh, about. There was All right. somebody actually answered the question. Yeah, there's a like, drawing yeah. that explains it and it's pretty gross. Yes. <laughs> I so. don't know what you're talking about. So we'll right. leave it at that. Let's move on. We got voicemails. Voicemails. Yay. Hey, guys. It's Clint from Madison. I haven't called for a while. I uh, just wanted to let you know I listened to your last show yeah, Steven Seagal. Boy, I think besides Under Siege, that's about the only one I ever liked of his stuff. But yeah, incredibly good in an awful bad way. Hey, had a couple of things. Uh, somebody had mentioned, uh, let's see here. Let me pull out my list. Uh, oh, video game movie. Here's a terrible one. It was an awful movie. Wing Commander. Um, don't know if it, it's, it, I'm just trying to remember it. It's been a long time since I've seen it. I just remember it being really, really bad. Um, somebody else had brought up a movie that probably would be a good B-movie to watch, and it's actually in the Mystery Science Theater 3000 movie, Final Sacrifice. It's really, really bad. Um, and yes, they did build a city. It was really poorly done and just used it at the end of the credits. Um, and last thing, I had actually mentioned this one a while back uh, for Christopher Lambert. Uh, 1994, so if, depending on if you're going to be going with your uh, movie movie year uh, progression, uh, The Hunted. It's basically, uh, he's a businessman, 
you get a hot uh, young Joan Chen in there, and there's ninjas and samurais fighting each other on a bullet train. So there you go, guys. As always, love the love the podcast, and uh, Clint out. Bye. Right. Well, thanks, Clint. Yeah. yeah. It's been a while. It's good to have Clint. Hey. Clint. And, and Clint hit all the marks he needed to hit on that voicemail. Yeah. Yes. Yes. How, how did we forget Wing Commander? I, sadly, okay. I know. Yeah, it's I, easy for me to forget. I know Wing Commander is terrible, but I, I love watching that movie for some reason. And Chuck, didn't you mention, like, you pointed out that that was what the Star Wars Star trailer, Wars trailer was attached to was Wing Commander. And so and I went opening night. tickets yep. to Wing Commander. People went in, watched the trailer, watched the first five minutes of Wing Commander, and left. Wow. Okay. So I, I didn't have that. I This was like a, I, I don't know if I, ca- I think I caught it the first time commercial free on Cinemax Showtime, something mm-hmm. like that. But then, then it's like one of those ones that's like, it's, it was on TNT like every afternoon for a while. And mm-hmm. One of those I just oh, oh yeah, hey, Wing Commander's on, on quick. Yeah. I don't know that that was just uh, that for me uh, as a fan of like the games. Oh, I, I, know, I was right. sort of miffed at the things they changed for no reason whatsoever. Sure, like almost to where well, the games had better production value than and, the movie. And what's kind of crazy is it was made by the guy who made all the stuff for yeah, the games. I know screenplay and direct. I know directed. So it's weird. It is weird, but yeah, <laughs> and it's got Matthew Lillard, which. And yeah. Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, so. yeah, those two guys Holy at the height of their. God, that's like a dirty bomb of late nineties. <laughs> yeah, are you speaking ill of Matthew Lillard, the man who was in Hackers? Yes, uh, I hate Matthew Lillard. I'm sorry, dude. That dude's run was entirely too long. Uh, Hackers, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, but yeah, the hunted. Um, Clint's got a thing for Joan Chen, so that's probably like Joan <laughs> affecting his. That movie's his got choice. a great scene. The scene that he's talking about on the on the bullet train where they're having this big samurai fight. That's a great scene, but unfortunately, I don't remember anything else about that movie. Hmm. But that's tell. But that's telling for a movie. Do you need to remember anything else be... about a movie that features that? Um, well, if there was of... rampant nudity, maybe. Uh, well, there's apparently I some I, because he I had have brought this internet. up before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think. The, uh, yeah, that'll be our next Lambert movie yeah, i'm fine with and that and thank you for pronouncing it correctly yes christophe lambert 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 we shut up lambert son of a <laughs> yeah so thanks clint yep all right. all right next voicemail hey guys uh it's jens here uh you may remember me from harassing you guys on twitter a lot uh and also xbox live um anyway i have a movie recommendation uh a movie that i think you guys should that, that it would be a crime if you did not do it on the podcast. And that movie is Tammy and the T-Rex from 1994. Um, Chuck seemed to be familiar with it last time that we talked about it. Uh, I'm not sure if he's seen it or if he's just heard of it, but uh, um, you're probably going to be familiar with the director, which is uh, Stuart Raffel, 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 um, who you may know for directing Ice Pirates, which I know you guys will love, and um, Mac and Me, which is, of course, infamous, and uh, The Philadelphia Experiment, which, uh, you know, I have mixed feelings about that movie. But Tammy and T-Rex is a pretty amazing premise for a film, uh, which is essentially there's this high school student, Michael. He gets murdered by bullies. I mean, these are not, I mean, they're presented as like typical high school bullies, but they literally murder him, um, you know, in a, in a zoo by throwing him to the lions. And I'm not, I'm not kidding about that. Um, and an evil scientist puts his brain into an animatronic Tyrannosaurus, and he's got a high school sweetheart named Tammy, who was played by Denise Richards, of all people. And, uh, oh, by the way, Michael, very, very young, Paul Walker. It was kind of crazy seeing seeing Denise Richards and Paul Walker, you know, really, really young in this movie together. And, um, I don't know, the story is just, ab- it's, it's just absolutely absurd. So, 
you know, Michael, he's he's in this animatronic Tyrannosaurus Rex, and uh, you know he's taking he's taking revenge on uh, he's taking revenge on the police who murdered him, and uh, you know also trying to find he's, Tammy is trying to find a new vessel for his brain, and they're being chased by the police. Uh, it's, it's just uh, as I said, uh, if ever there was a movie that was that was perfectly suited for what you guys do, I think it is that one. Um, it has a 3.4 on IMDb, which I think is charitable. Keep doing what you're doing. I love the podcast and also, you know, no quarters as well. Uh, you guys are great. All right. Cheers. All right. All right. The, Thanks, the, Jens. Jens, yes. Oh, Tammy and the T-Rex. A man with taste. Wow. And Tammy the T-Rex, holy crap. Yeah. How have I not heard of this before now? You, you, this sounds how like did it. this, like, I... It's a movie. It's out there. How did yeah. it get by my radar? I don't understand. Well, I think this Denise this, Richards is Tammy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. I and, think and, I'm and am I understanding correctly? Paul Walker is the T Rex. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think oh. he's just in there. No, he's in it. I, I think he's one of the punks, really. But, oh, yeah. but yeah, I, I think we may have made a decision that probably episodes ninety-seven, ninety-eight, and ninety-nine may already be decided. Yep. Because Quite we realize we realize that we have a, a bevy of Tyrannosaurus related movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, we have this. We have Tammy mm-hmm. and the T-Rex. We have Theodore, Theodore Rex. Theodore Rex. Man, I can't yes. wait for Starring that Sister Act 2's own Whoopi Goldberg. Yes. yes. Against her will. And finally, <laughs> thanks to um, to Kurt, we have uh, Aztec Rex sitting up in a uh, all-region DVD on the shelf right now. Hell yes. So I think it might be back-to-back-to-back T-Rex movies. I think it's a T-Rex triple play. Yeah. The triple the triple Rex. Triple T-Rex threat. <laughs> Triple Rex. They're going to be wrecked on T-Rex. We'll be, we'll be Rex in effect. Uh, T-Rex in effect. Yeah. Yeah. And then leading up to, you know, well, we're not going to spoil what 100 is just yet, but not it's got to be big. Mm-hmm. Huge. Huge. The oh, hopefully, uh, we need to look at the schedule, but uh, hopefully there's no there's no no quarters break there between those three, because that would be nice to have those come out as the three together. Well, we'll just do it. Yeah, yeah. we'll make it happen. There's no games coming out anyway. Yeah, yeah. fuck games. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, that's, so, uh, that's yep. all them voicemails. So, and emails. And email. Yes. And Chuck. Emails. Yes. You saw a newer movie. I did. Tell us about it. Before we get to the convict talk. Yes. Red State. Red State. You saw it. I did. State of Red. Did you rent it before uh, you could see it in the theaters or whatever well, that is? No. Starting September 1st, it came out on Video On Demand. See so, it again for the first time exactly. before you see it. Right. So this was this is sort of a studio experiment. Well, not a studio experiment. It's, it's you know, he's distributing Smith this experiment. movie himself. But it's it was a $10 rental that, uh, you know, my wife Jesus. and I wanted. To, well, my wife and I wanted to see it. So... Instead of waiting it, for, waiting for it to so never got, come yeah. out here. Yeah, so you got a half price. We, yeah. you know, paid five dollars each to see it. I am normally a fan of Kevin Smith. I think he has made some really good movies. I think Cop Out was a horrible movie that I feel embarrassed to have watched. Really? Yeah, I couldn't stand Cop Out. Huh. Okay. Um, but this this is an interesting departure for him because it is not a comedy. It has a couple of funny bits in it, but it is most certainly not like anything he's ever made. Hmm. Uh, he wrote, directed, produced, and edited the film. It is a low-budget film. It's like digital video, made pretty quick, pretty cheap. Are there CG birds? Uh, there's CG blood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's it's weird. It's I don't know how much you guys know about this movie. It's like four 
mediocre movies sort of squished into one movie and not edited together very well. Um, hmm. There's basically the, the general premise is this. There's a group that's like the Westboro Baptist Church, the crazy protesting people. Mm-hmm. But this group... We call them assholes. Yes. But this group is gun crazy and also murder crazy. So Sweet. they've taken to kidnapping gay people in their small town and murdering them. But how then, many gay people are there in their small town? Well, not many because they get they get bored, and what they start doing is they start putting ads on the internet for uh, you know just like singles ads, like like a Craigslist kind of thing of you know come have sex with this lady, and these three high school kids, you know, like sort of a high school movie, like come on, let's get our money together and let's go drive see the lady and we'll have sex with her, and the movie then takes a turn from that point of like a teen movie to where this church comes it was all a setup by this church and the church comes in and kidnaps them and takes them back to the church compound and is going to torture and murder them sounds awesome so then it's you know then it's this horror movie of crazy preacher guy you know preaching to this sort of family of of churchgoers and the main guy's played by michael parks who was uh the the ranger at the beginning of uh from dust till dawn Mm-hmm. And then, even though he died in From Dust Till Dawn, came back in every Tarantino movie since somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's really good in it. But then, from that point, it becomes an ATF movie. So, John Goodman heads up the local uh, ATF bureau mm-hmm. and is has been after this guy. And they get a tip that th- this is probably the time that they can raid the compound. But John Goodman's all nervous about it because of all the fuck-ups the ATF has had in the past. So then it becomes sort of this statement about the ATF and about the government and about guns and they show up and then the two sides start shooting at each other and it becomes this big action scene for about 40 straight minutes of lots of gunfire and people getting killed and and John Goodman feeling bad and the government already trying to cover it up and everything like that. So what starts as sort of this this observation about, you know, the, these crazy ass churches and the mm-hmm. insanity that they're getting just becomes like this whole shades of gray everyone's sort of fucked up and there's no good guys in the world and it just goes off the rails um it is is probably the best directing he's ever done it, just from a technical standpoint yeah but like but that's not but, saying much well no but i mean but like from writing and the pacing elements of it it's mm-hmm. it's it's not good not good hmm. so it has some moments it has some where you really think it's going to start coming along and coming together but doesn't so I was disappointed. My wife liked it, but I did But what not. does she know? She married you. <laughs> I know, right? I'm hey. surprised you're so down on Cop Out. I mean, I, I mean, I didn't like love it. I just like, I enjoyed it more than like Zack and Mary. Oh, no, I love Zack and Mary. I, I thought I, that was, I, that movie made me laugh out loud. Cop Out yeah. was like, I'm watching it and they're just sort of, they they have, they're supposed to have humorous attitudes about what's going on, but there's nothing in it that's actual, uh, there's no actual jokes going on. Yeah. It's like know. there's there's no comedy in it. And, you know, I just hmm. didn't care for it. Just sounds like he's out of his element. Donnie. Yeah. So, and I don't know. John I, Goodman. I, that's some, one I just had no desire to see. To well, something has happened to John Goodman. His his vocal inflection has changed where to where he was screaming in The Big Lebowski and it felt like it had weight and depth and mm-hmm. like, you know, if this guy was screaming at you, you would be scared. Well, when like the gunfight starts in this movie and he's on the phone yelling at his boss trying to figure out you know there's all this chaos going on and he's screaming at his boss trying to figure out what's going on there's no weight behind it there's no 
it, it just feels like he's a guy who who ha- is almost like spent in terms of acting uh, mm. volume and 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 just depth to it, and so it just doesn't feel right. And his character is just odd. Like his his teammates are going down left and right. I mean, his squad is getting murdered, and he's just sort of not. He doesn't care. He he acts. His character is supposed to care, and he's you know yelling at his boss that you know this is happening. But like a guy will go down next to him and just sort of looks over, and oh well, yeah. That's basically it's it's just it's an oddly paced, oddly told movie. Very unsatisfying. That's a bummer. Yeah. The end. (laughs) (laughs) So at least your wife liked it. Yeah. Going back uh, in time. Uh, you, you attended a con before I did. I attended two before you did. Oh, hey. did you now? Yeah. Oh, you went to two that week. Yeah, there was two yeah. that same. You went to a conventions. Yes, yeah. a two con. <laughs> e two. You said you went. You went to a horror con too, right? Yeah, that's where you got sick. I'm just going to throw that out there. Oh, I, the horror con is oh, where yeah, it absolutely. Yes. Okay, you got, so you got it from the horse. Okay, <laughs> horror con. Yeah. No, I went to Chicago. Uh, I went to Chicago Comic Con and to Flashback Weekend, which is the horror one, which was right across the street. Which convenient, convenient. Mm-hmm. In theory, it was a good idea uh, to have two yeah. cons right across the street from each other. Although that then doubled the audience who was in this general area, mm-hmm. and so it was wall to wall people. And at times, awesome. that's not enjoyable. But it was a good time. Uh, I got to meet up with a lot of people, a lot of people from across the country who I know from like Twitter and stuff who all mm-hmm. met up in Chicago to go to this thing and met some celebrities who were like super cool. Like Malcolm McDowell is the nicest celebrity I've ever run into in my life. Did you tell him he was awesome in Superman too? <laughs> <laughs> He's cool as long as you don't like you know, make fun of the fact that he killed Kirk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I eat. Uh, he clams up real fast when you do that. I can tell you does from he? experience. Yeah. Oh. He he was just super nice. I mean, I was sort of expecting him to be like, you to know, murder you in the face. Well, yeah, like <laughs> I I'm better than being here, and so mm-hmm. I'm doing you a favor by you know talking to you and signing the your accent. stuff. But that dude was so nice. I was there with a family, and their daughter was a huge like this 15 year old girl was a huge fan of a Clockwork Orange. Now that's a little odd that these parents let the girl watch, but she's like pretty mature for her age. She's mm-hmm. not like a, sure. No, but I mean, she's not like... She is now. No, I mean... <laughs> By the way, that sounds horribly dirty. Yeah. No, but I mean, she she's, you know, she's like she's like a movie teenager, you know, like one that that's wise and, you know, watches yeah. like... One that is wise. Well, well, you know, one that watches the stuff that the 40-year-old screenwriter watched when they were a kid, and mm-hmm. so, you yes. know, that kind of thing. So, she went up to him and, you know, was saying, you know, it's like, well, Clockwork Orange is my favorite, and he just sort of look up, looked up aghast and was like looking at the parents like why did you let her watch that movie? And they're like, well, she's pretty mature. And he's like, you know, I'm a lot older now than I was in that movie. And she was like, Oh, I know, but you're still handsome and everything. And he was like Aww. hugging her and they <laughs> got to take pictures. And I mean, he wait, was just, wait, that sounds even creepier now. No, I mean, no, he I'm was, Malcolm McDowell. yeah, I mean, he was, you know, <laughs> he's like <laughs> hugging her. And did she just, request well, that he sing ooh. singing in the rain? <laughs> oh, wow. No, no. Okay. No, but no, he was he was cool. Um, Lance Henriksen was real cool. Got to talk to him for a bit. Um, I'd love to meet Lance Henriksen. That's pretty cool. That guy's yeah. awesome. He was he he was promoting I, his book. He just wrote that. like a autobiography. He was there, Dragon Con. <laughs> I feel bad that I didn't go. Um, Catherine Mary Stewart okay, was there from uh, yeah. from Night of the Comet and Mischief. Oh man! 
and like Leanna Quigley was there, and uh, Robert England did you was ask there. Her, did you ask her about the mold? No, hilarious I, to me. I, I did. There was no end to work that into the conversation. How do you? Uh, it's Linnea Quigley. You just go up and tell. Tit hey, mold. Linnea, <laughs> boob mold. What's hey. up with that? Tell me about the bird mode. <laughs> so, but um, tell me about your dates. <laughs> the the horror one was a smaller, uh, a smaller con. But that's where I met all of these people. the the mm. The celebrity stuff at Comic Con was so cold and corporatey, and like they they forbid yeah. you from taking pictures if you weren't like right there getting an autograph and and stuff like that. It was it was it was unpleasant almost to be in the celebrity area there. That sucks. But the thing the the horror one was smaller and it was it was almost more intimate and like you could there there weren't so many people that you didn't feel rushed when you were talking to somebody you could talk to them for mm-hmm. a while about whatever. And um but I mean both of them were were great. I mean I had a great time until I got sick. <laughs> Nerd flu. I got the nerd flu, which I'm still suffering from a month later. The confluenza. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's the nerdemic. So you Um, would definitely go back? Absolutely. Yeah, And I wanted to go... To both of them? Yeah. Well, I mean, if they were the same weekend. I I would go back to Comic-Con, and if the other one was there, I would go to it again. Mm -hmm. Because it just sounds like you had more fun at the other one. I did, but I'm glad I went to both. Yeah. So, um, Spooky Empires, we're going. Yeah. October. Okay. I've been looking at their guest list. Roddy freaking Piper is uh, yeah. going to be there. <laughs> really? Tiny con. Come on. Yeah. It's a horror con small. Yeah. I think it'll be good. Yeah. I mean, by, and it's by, in Orlando. We can drive there. Yeah. We can go there for a day. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. like you oh, spend yeah, a yeah, weekend yeah, there no, or no, anything, no. but, but, uh, I, you know, I wanted to go to dragon con. I was like, I was ready. I'm ready to go to dragon con, but I was so sick and deaf <laughs> that I would not have had a good time. That might've been a, a, a blessing. Really? Yeah. Okay. The place is loud. There's 40,000 people that go to that. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. Tell us about Dragon Con. Well, Dragon Con, I haven't recovered yet, so I don't know. Did you get any nerd flu? <laughs> no, I don't know. I've never gotten any kind of nerd sick from. That's Hans. good. Uh, but then again, I like <laughs> lick New York subway, you know, seats just to make sure every year. <laughs> really, strengthen up that immune system. Mm-hmm. No, your hazmat cosplay worked out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think. Like, That's a great idea. I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to think of like the least nerdy. Like, oh my god, I did this kind of things that I can really talk about. Like. I ha- Why do they have to be the least nerdy? I, well, I've had this quest. Like, I've now uh, met or seen speak all of the Star Trek captains from all the various shows. Mm-hmm. I'm not counting Chris Pine yet because he's just the movie one oh. movie guy, and he's not desperate enough to do cons yet. So, since you brought that up, can I can I mention a quick Comic Con thing? Oh, okay, we were waiting in line to see Patrick Stewart, mm-hmm. and this clip has gone around on the internet and it's probably pretty popular at ah. this point. But like, a couple got up to him in line, and the dude uh, proposed to his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everyone was all happy and cheering and everything. And it was it was sort of a sweet nerd moment. And then Patrick Stewart held their hands together and said, engaged. Oh, nice. And everyone burst into nerd tears. And it was the cutest thing ever. That's amazing. And he sort of looked like, Jesus Christ, I can't believe I'm doing this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and what's funny? Oh, one more thing. Um, <laughs> sorry. No. Um, from Star Trek, Patrick... Patrick Stewart and LeVar Burton were there. Mm-hmm. And my assumption was that Patrick Stewart was probably going to be sort of prickly and an asshole. And LeVar Burton would be like, oh, thank you so much for coming to see me. Nope. Opposite. Patrick Stewart was like, please don't leave yet. I'm still talking to you. And LeVar Burton was like, what the hell am I doing here? 
I can't believe I'm talking to you. That's weird. The man was on Reading Rainbow. I know. <laughs> yeah. no. I was going to say, he, you should have shut the fuck up about must, Reading Rainbow. He must yeah. have had some shit going on because like, maybe. he's like, I mean, when he was at a Megacon, he's he's hilarious. It might have been maybe the person right before us yeah. was like, you know, you suck, LeVar Burton. You yeah. couldn't wear a hair clip on your face if your life depended on it. You know, and he was just like, mm. so, <laughs> so anyway, I was surprised. Can you that. make this one out to Toby? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's it. I promise. Go ahead. Dragon Terrible Con. joke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I mean, so I, my my last one, the last piece of that puzzle was uh, seeing Kate Mulgrew, the Voyager captain, which mm-hmm. is, I was like, I was like, eh, you know, I like gotta, Voyager. I don't love Voyager. You got to complete the complete but, the yeah, circuit. I had to complete the circle. And you know what? She's she was amazing to go here talk live. It was it was. What did she talk about? It, it was so good because I mean, Star Trek. She, I, well, she couldn't <laughs> no, have had much to talk art. about. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it was actually kind of weird because she was talking about the um, voyages she took. <laughs> How uncomfortable it was to be on for a season and a half or whatever it was. Does he mean seven? Was it seven? Sorry. Voyager went seven oh, seasons? Oh, yeah, Voyager got its Holy whole shit. run. They all went seven seasons except for the original Enterprise. and Enterprise. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, continue your seven. story about hearing her speak. No, it was, was awesome. It was a lot of... Um, it was weird because it was this like uplifting and then like almost the entire audience cried and then it was uplifting. In the, and it was because all these people were standing up and talking about like how she as a woman inspired them to like do this and 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 then it was funny because like she wasn't all like women's lib women are better blah 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 she was just like you know what women can hold power but they need to still be women they need to have you know just because like someone a woman could be a president of the united states she doesn't have to suddenly start trying to act like a man and all this stuff and it was just, it was just very interesting and very very nice uplifting yeah that's good to hear and it was was probably she was probably one of the better public speakers I've ever seen do a con thing to be honest with you. Hmm. Uh, other highlights. Oh, this is just like a yearly highlight. If anyone involved with the Venture Brothers, you go see them live because this year it was Doc Hammer by himself. He usually has Jackson Public. They're the two co-creators of Venture Brothers, but you go and you see them speak because they are hilarious and they don't talk that much about the show. They just talk about life, just whatever. Hmm. And Very give good. You some life lessons. Didn't you say something about some special pins from pins, Doc Hammer? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doc Hammer comes and he, like at the very end of it, he's like, "I don't know why, because I know there's a room full of people that came in here to, to see me speak, but I don't know why I feel like I have to bring you gifts." So he brings out this bag and dumps it on the table, and it's all of these pins he handmade, like cut and pressed these buttons himself, and they're all like different. Wow. Like every single one of them was different, and he invited everybody to come up, and everybody was nice and took one. Like picked one that they liked and walked away, but he wow. like hand pressed and cut out. All what did yours have on it? I've got like a monarch, the monarch evil symbol. Hmm. Nice, yeah. very nice, cool. Uh, and I mean, I mean, I saw lots of great things. Uh, probably the highlight though for me was going to what they called Gonzo Rue, which was uh, Jonathan Colton's live show. Oh, that yes, yeah, um, exciting. It was a lot of fun. It was I I I knew a little bit about Paul and Storm, but not a lot. And now I'm officially a fan. They are just as good, if not better, in a different way. They're kind of more comedians, whereas like Jonathan Colton's kind of more of an actual songwriter. Just happens to have kind of mm-hmm. geek suede mm-hmm. things. They are fucking hilarious, and uh, they're pretty much the ones that invented the you know so and so is my so and so cover band. That's basically like them. That's their joke that is perpetrated out throughout the internet. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That that is a joke that it, it's gotten so big no one remembers where it yeah, came from. <laughs> but that's basically them, and they are really good at it too. Like they will just randomly show, throw shit out, and it's brilliant. <laughs> but um, yeah, and, and that that was just a whole lot of fun. They 
video gamey wise, he played the both Portal songs, which I thought was unusual. I was not expecting him to play hmm. Portal mm-hmm. Two, and he had a female vocalist for the Portal Two song, so it was nice and interesting. Cool. And Will fucking Wheaton, the Prince of the Internet, hey. and his cape of dicks. <laughs> what? Uh, he has a cape of dicks. And what was it? You got a you got a, a, He's got crash a cape it. of detectives. <laughs> yes, dicks. Yes, they are they are thirties. Uh, you know, gumshoes. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> That's amazing. I want all a the cons in all the world. Yeah. I want a detective cape. Yeah, yeah. Detective cape comics. Uh, you also got a crash and burn from a uh, from the alien. Yes, from the xenomorph. From the xenomorph. Probably one of the more cool. famous yeah. Dragon Con costumes. I like the story behind this too. Is that they never break character. Never, ever. never. I've never. I've seen that person like the last three Dragon Cons I've been to, um, walking around like it actually is a xenomorph. The funniest time I ever <laughs> saw them was the first time I saw them was they have these little sky bridges that go between the hotels and over to this one mall food court. <laughs> was one on the top of one? No, he was. He, <laughs> he was just walking through the middle of the like the very first. I think it was. Probably three years ago, maybe maybe it was. Five. I would just run back and forth because I skipped one or two Dragon Cons there. But like, I saw them in that Sky Bridge the first time, and I think that was the first time they ever came in that because like the whole crowd was like, "Holy fuck!" Because like it's <laughs> a really good costume. It's actually got a tail that like sticks up and is held by a really thin fishing wire and stuff. Nice. So it swings and yeah, it's it's a really good costume. And they never ever break character. I've never seen them with the mask off or heard them speak. <laughs> so you probably got them to break character more than anybody just by giving you the yeah. I walked up. I walked up, up to him and he's bump. doing like the you know alien thing all in his face, and I'm like, look, I don't know. Can you can you flex your digits? You know, that's all <laughs> I said. Like I wanted to get a picture. But I was like, but you can flex your digits, and he looks down and he's like, and I was and like, I was like, can you give me a thumbs up? And you know, it gives me a thumbs up, and I was like, crash and burn time, <laughs> thumbs up, fist bump, and awesome picture time. That's the best. You're getting a good collection of those. Going. Did you get any more other than the xenomorph? At the no, because I, the thing is, is like I'm I'm thinking of the jokes ahead of time. Like what I put out on Twitter. Like what do you do when a xenomorph kills all your crew on your spaceship? You crash and burn. And I was like, nice, <laughs> very nice. Yeah, I want a story to go with each one of these. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. That's that's about that's about it. That's about the highlights. Like I said, if you ever can see Will Wheaton speak, I mean, it's. You don't have to be a Star Trek fan. You just want to hear a funny, extremely intelligent dude that can come up with funny shit really fast. I'm I'm really pleased by the turnaround that dude has done for himself on the internet because, like, man, people hated that guy. Yeah. Hated him, not for any fault of his own, but just because he was the smart kid on Star Trek. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny because he has a, there's a story that he's published in books and on his blog and all that, but he had Paul and Storm come out on stage because he's part of the, uh, Wootstock, which goes around mm-hmm. the country, and it's Paul and Storm, John Colton, and a bunch of other people. But um, he usually does this live retelling of the story of meeting William fucking Shatner for the first time. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they come out and do like musical interludes <laughs> along with him telling the story Very nice. as he's wearing the cape of dicks and reading from a book. And it's, it's maybe it'll be stuff. a rock opera pretty soon. It, it should be, yeah. hopefully. Yeah, I follow him on on Google Plus, and I'm I'm very glad I do because he's I I like the way he writes. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's a funny dude. Yep. I like him. Sure. Mm-hmm. Will Wheaton gets our approval. Yep. The last thing he needed before he could <laughs> yeah. die. <laughs> yeah, right. He can die now. Keep up the caping, <laughs> Will. Well, Wheaton. he's getting an upgraded cape of dicks, uh, thanks to Felicia Day. It's a weird nerd circle. Sorry. I'm... It's a great nerd circle. She she... She's actually having a cape of dicks with actual, like, dildos hanging. Yes. <laughs> awesome. It's posted it today, actually. Why would you put Twitter. that on a detective cape? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Ruins know. the whole motif of. I know. 
doesn't anyway, make sense. Do yourself a favor if you can ever go to Dragon Con. Do. Grab yourself a cape of dicks. Yeah. Do. And All seriously, right. if you if you can go to any con, like one that's big enough for people to go and cosplay at, mm-hmm. it is such a great experience because even even if you're not interested in doing that sort of thing, like dressing up or anything like that, just just to be in a room of thousands of other people who don't give a shit about what the world outside is thinking about them at that given moment, who can just go to a table and like rifle through Star Trek figures that are in a Tupperware bin and just not care that anyone's like, out. what are you doing? You know, I mean, it's just like, it, it's such a great experience. It, it just, it's it for, for people with those kind of interests. It's great. Yep. That's cool. Yeah. Don't mock me. I swear to God. <laughs> I'm not. I'm honestly, Even though I'm in the baby chair, I will leap over this table. Wheaton's first rule that he probably never knew. Yeah. What? Wheaton's first rule of the internet. Don't Should. be a dick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm just messing with you. I know. I know I'll eventually go to a con or something. You should. Well, you're going to initiate you with Megacon because that is a great starter Megacon con. Is, the, is a good one. That is, we need to. You, I'm telling you, if you've never been to something like Dragon Con, you go to something like MegaCon because yeah, you if you step into Dragon Con cold, it can be fuck. a little overwhelming. Yeah. yeah. Now, how much? I've did, been to How much was admission to either of these? Uh, it depends on when you book your tickets. Yeah. For me, it was a 120 dollars, but I should have done it months For ago. Like four days. It's like 90 dollars. It was 90. Like I think it was like if 80 you if you'd done it like yeah. uh, six months before I did. Which I, I'm dumb. I'm gonna just book my tickets earlier next this year. Yeah, I, I'm pretty much I, this year. Pretty much solidified. Like I'm fuck this. I'm going every year. I don't. I don't mm-hmm. care really? Where? I, yeah, yeah. Hmm. How was how was registration this year? Oh, good. Like they fixed it. It's Super. it's amazing. Oh, good. Yeah, that's good. I think I was there like an <laughs> hour, and I was around the fucking building. But I mean, it was like I got in line. It was like. <laughs> you said an hour? Yeah. I mean, That's not bad. That's better than the four hours a year before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and the lines at Dragon Con are so legendary. When we were waiting in line at Comic-Con to get in, people were like, well, at least it's not Dragon Con. <laughs> lines were better all okay. around, except for one time I went and people couldn't keep a fucking line straight. Like, they had nobody, no volunteers working it. Oh. And so, like, people were just cutting in where there was, like, because there's fire marshal breaks, you can't block this door, mm-hmm. you can't block this. and But people would, like, jump in and ahead of, like, the breaks and shit. So. Hmm. Yeah, that's a beaten. Anyway, anyway, cons. That's Good all. Here, you guys had fun. Condemn. Yeah. I'm glad the trips were worth it, even <laughs> when you got sick. Yeah. yeah, no, it was totally worth it. So even though you got sick, you would definitely go back. Oh, absolutely. So whomever awesome. it was, uh, I want to say it was Mike Newman said, "Where's the Dragon Con talk?" There's all of it. There you go. There you go. It was actually Steve B. Was it Steve B? Yeah, it was okay. Steve B. Whoever. Sorry. <laughs> there Sorry you go. For Mr. Fan. Oh, Steve B. <laughs> there you go. I got all nothing right. else. All right. Yeah. I watched seven-eighths of a movie I can't talk about yet. Yeah. Had hats in it. I watched a documentary. There was running and hats. Yeah. And I finished Mad Men, where I'm caught up anyway. Where there's no running, but there are hats. Yeah. Mad Men's pretty good, huh? Stop. It's pretty... It's pretty the best. Don't. Don't worry. We Don't stop believing. <laughs> <laughs> just hold on to that feeling. No. What? I just... Man. Were you worried that I was going to give, like, some I was waiting away? for a, hey, what about this? And I would be like, I'm not there yet. Just hey, wait. You know what John, you yeah, know what I, mean, has? I don't know how they're going to write out of him it getting shot at the end of season yeah. four. Oh, I don't yeah. know what they're going to do to bring him Did they ever back. figure and, out who and, uh, shot JR? Yes. Yeah. Oh. It was all a dream. It was Burt Cooper. Burt Cooper shot JR. It was It was Maggie. Yes. Hmm. Yes, that's right. Yep. Maggie no. shot Roger Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> so, do we want a little? Uh, yeah, a little, a little outro music. I don't even need a little outro music and contact uh, information. We'll come back with some contact information. What do you say? Sounds sounds good. Yeah, I like it. 
would you still remember me? One bird. Nice. All right. Contact information. Website. BMFcast.com. Email. BMF at BMFcast.com. Twitter. Twitter.com slash BMFcast. The Fache Book. Fachebook.com. Facebook.com slash BMFcast. You should like us there and tell your friends. Well, what should people do with something like uh, iTunes? Uh, they should search for BMFcast or Bad Movie Fiends podcast. And then when once they find us, they should subscribe, rate, and review. Cool. We prefer high stars and good ratings, but we'll take anything. Yes. And as always, tell your friends for yes. all things. And of Point course, us out, like link to them, link them to us on the Google Plus mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and on the tweeters. And, and you know, now that we have RSS, they can subscribe in Google Reader. They can. You, you yep. put it in Google Reader, it comes right on your Google TV if you got one of those nifty Holy things. Holy crap, man. It's amazing. With RSS, you, we can be anywhere. Technology. Yeah. Use it for <laughs> us. So if you like technology from uh, like two centuries ago, <laughs> what do you? Uh, what should people do for that? Pick up your Bell telephone and dial nine one zero five jocks BMF or nine one zero five five six nine two six three, and light the eyes of our Garfield phone. Leave a voicemail for us on the Bamcast hotline. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, now that's all. All that's done. Let's get yes. out of here, shall we? Sounds Alrighty. good. Why don't we fly like a bird? Like Free. A <laughs> uh, I'm Harlow. Yep. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast out. Bird season's over, Budhorn. <laughs>